That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're, We're 20 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. And welcome back to 20 Whatever. 20 Whatever. Getting maybe a little deep again. Yeah. Yeah. We're bringing it back. It's been a, it's been a handful of months. Definitely last year we did We're Not Really Strangers. Which in our, you know, one year wrap up, I think we all agreed that was one of our favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And but- that, that was the one we got the most like people were like, we really like this one a lot, too. This is like one of their favorites as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it was hard to film. Yeah. There was a lot of tears. A lot of tears. What do we think about this time around, ladies? Well, we're doing the self-love edition, so I can't imagine this one not also being an emotional moment. Yeah. But I think like good good emotions, you know, like it's it's definitely hard to talk about this stuff, especially considering that we're all very much still on this self-love journey. Mm -hmm. Like there's no end point, but I think hopefully there's a lot of like good self-reflecting too of how far we have come and and the things that we have deconstructed. Yeah. I also think this is like, this game specifically is really cool because I feel like unless you just know to ask these things or like if you just know to think about these things for yourself, you're probably not thinking about this. And you don't even know to like bring it up to your friend or like anyone you're close to. So I like this because it allows you to dig a little bit deeper and ha- do some self-reflection that you wouldn't normally do otherwise. Because these questions, I'm like, I wouldn't even think to ask myself that. Like, right. that's how it got so deep last time. I was like, I never and why thought would, about this. And why would you ask me that? <laughs> yeah. Like that? yeah. That's yeah. it too. I think like these are the questions we want to ask, but we don't know how. Yeah. Right. And like these cards really give us the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I'm and you're the one who introduced us to this game. Yes. I I really like this game. I've played it with a lot of people. I have not done the self-love version, so I don't know what to expect. I am not looking forward to it yet again. <laughs> I really wasn't looking forward to it the last time, but I this is necessary. I mean and I loved it afterwards. I was like, oh this was so good. But you know the crying business is just so much. So <laughs> she's not in the business of that I'm business. not in the business of crying. <laughs> But I think it'll be good. It always is. And before we jump into the cards, um, your quick reminder to subscribe to 20 Whatever on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Do all the things. Help support us in our goal of reaching 100,000 subscribers. Yes, that was good. Thank you. Come on, infomercial. That's what that (laughs) sounded like. And if you join now, we'll throw in a set of steak knives. Snake knives. <laughs> Why would they always throw in snake knives? Right. Snake, snake knives? knives. Snake knives. 
Help. Next time that I'm the one who does the call to action, I'm going to do it like Billy Mays. Billy Mays here oh, with yes. 20 whatever <laughs> and OxyClean. Yes. <laughs> Snake You've seen other podcasts, but never one like this. Boom. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. <laughs> Give We're us a really... hi, hey, hello is Billy Mays. <laughs> oh, do it, do it, do it. Hi, hey, and hello from OxyClean. <laughs> rest. I think it's the heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Rest, rest, oh, Billy Mays. Oh my God. Um, is he? Is yeah, he died? he's dead. He's dead? He definitely what? died. Not me breaking the news. Live, <laughs> live on 20 whatever. I always Billy learn Mays. something new. And I think that that's my information for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to learn about myself and nope. you guys we'll and body Billy image. Mays. Just Billy Mays. Wow. Well, you heard it here first. An yeah. icon, <laughs> I guess. And we have a message from our friend Emma from the group chat. She said, hi, gorgeous girls. My name is Emma. And I had a question that might be hard to answer. Ooh. I know. How do you know you made the right choice when the choice you chose won't make everyone in the situation happy? Mm. I am having some trouble with my family, in parentheses, parents specifically, and I don't know which is the right choice. Thank you. I love you girls, Sierra, Ryan, Paloma, Jess, and everyone on your team. Oh. How do you okay. know you made the right choice when the choice you chose won't make everyone happy in the situation? Oh. So, and then specifically with parents. Parents, yeah. okay. I think for me, when I think about this question, it's kind of threefold in the sense that like the surface answer I feel like is like prioritize yourself, right? right. Like <laughs> what matters the most is your feelings, which like it matters yeah. very much. But I do think, you know, there's kind of two other elements at play. It's like, how is your choice lining up with your personal moral values? Mm -hmm. You know, the third part is like, is this getting me to the place I want to be in that relationship? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And yeah. it's so delicate with parents. It is. I feel like the other thing too, especially with parents, I think we talked about this before, is trying to do a lot of I statements, if, especially if they feel like they're going to be defensive or like they're being attacked in whatever way. I don't know the situation, but using a lot of like, this is beneficial for me. I feel like I need to do this thing and make this decision because then it doesn't feel like, you guys are like this and you guys don't let me blah, 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 or whatever. I don't, again, I don't know what the situation is, but I feel like if you can explain why you made the choice and 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 how it benefits you, that could also just be like helpful. And, yeah. and you get the opportunity to kind of explain it to yourself. That way you're not yes. really feeling guilty. Like, I know I made the decision because I wanted to. It's more than I wanted to because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. And it... I I read it and like as a people pleaser, I'm like, oh, I know. How do I make a choice that makes everyone right. okay? And it's like the first thing, it's just like knowing, like Sierra said, just your values, knowing what you stand for. What do you want to come of it? Mm -hmm. And and if yeah. this is a choice that you know in your heart and it like is true to you and you need this or have whatever it is, it's like you, at least at the end of the day, you can know that you chose what was right for yourself. And right. maybe your parents or anyone else cannot understand that because they're not you, but only you know the correct choice for yourself. No one right. else does. Right. So, and also just to know that like it is rare that everybody gets what they want. Mm. Like sometimes they, sometimes it works out like that and like love that for everybody, but it's rare that everybody gets a slice of the cake. And and gosh, I I feel that with my especially parents too. Like I never want to hurt their feelings. Like I like love them so much. So I'm always like I don't want them to feel like mm -hmm. anything. Like let me do what you want. But it's like you get to like you get older and older and older, and you have to start as an adult setting like boundaries or like yeah. choosing actually choosing for yourself. Yeah, choosing yourself. Yeah, and it's tough. So mm -hmm. it you know I feel for you. Yeah, we yeah. all have yeah. been in situations like that. So 
That's a really difficult question. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Emma. I Thank hope you, you found Emma. what you're looking for. And I hope maybe the rest of this episode helps too because we're getting into some very wholesome but I think slightly difficult questions. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Ready. Level one is uh, about the past. Um, we're going to answer the first one. Ooh. What forced you to grow even if it was hard? When I chose to leave my parents' house and move to New York. That was like the hardest decision I ever made. And it really sucked. And it was really, really difficult and strained my relationship with my parents. Kind of strained my relationship with everybody in my family for a long time. But it ultimately was the best decision I ever made. The hardest and the best. And I feel like your experiences in New York during that time are frequently coming up as such formative oh, yeah. experiences for you. Yeah, that was like the hardest two years ever but like without them i absolutely would not be like who i am and like i wouldn't be i feel like as far along in my own mental stability and like confidence if none of that were to happen like it was hard to go but yeah. it's it's good that you went yes yeah i think for growth that i can still feel like is happening right now is like choosing to do the internet and be so mm -hmm. open I feel like that has pushed me to grow in ways that I didn't even know that I needed to grow. So doing this right here, what we're doing on the couch right now, I feel like has pushed me so much. Like I've grown so much in this past year of podcasts and everything. So I think this right here. <laughs> what about you, Sierra? I think for me, and I hate to get so deep so early, question one, <laughs> but um, I immediately thought back to when I was 15, when my brother was 16, he had a heart attack. And um, it was a very, very, very difficult time on our family, obviously. Right. <laughs> um, but I grew immensely through that trauma and through – it wasn't really my trauma, right? It was my brother's trauma. But like as a 15-year-old going from friend's house to friend's house and then going to the hospital to be with my family when I could and like – going through all of that, like really kind of cemented my family values in the sense of like, before that, like, I kind of felt like, oh, yeah, like my family, like, I love them. Like, they're great. But like, when you're 15, it's like, all about your friends, right? You know, right. and I, I think I look at who I was before and after that as two incredibly different people. And it was so hard. And like, obviously, I wish it didn't happen. Like, I wish I could have grown in a different way. But it did change me for the better. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a completely renewed appreciation for my family. Well, when you think you're going to lose somebody, all of a sudden, everything is in perspective, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, I could not have, like, my older brother right now. Yeah. And, like, the thought of that will change so much of how you feel about your family. That's why, like, sometimes when you go to, like, funerals or something or something, when somebody's sick, you're like, oh, I've been taking everything for granted. I've been taking you off. I need to hang out and do mm -hmm. all those things. So, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, when you're 15, you're already feeling so much. Yeah. When I'm 15, you know how many times my brother and I said, like, I would just wish you were never born. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, right. And right. then that feels so different when your brother comes home from the hospital and you're just like, I'm so glad you're alive. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So, sorry, question one. I know. I mean, like, let me just bring up my, my brother my, almost dying. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Could have. I was trying to go through my head and think of something else. I'm like, that's the answer. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, but please go easy on us. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. I actually think this one is very sweet, um, and I've never heard it asked before. Uh, what would your younger self be relieved about? Oh, relieved. Yep, no same piece. <laughs> How young work. are we talking? 
Because I think my like six-year-old self would just be like relieved that I'm still playing Pokemon. <laughs> right. Right. Like, oh, thank, thank God. Thank God she didn't give that up. Yeah. Right? Like, right. But like how young? <laughs> it's kind of giving that thing where uh, that meme that's like, I thought as an adult, quicksand was going to be a way bigger issue right. than it was. <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> right? I've never like I was that. walking around really worried about quicksand, right. and I'm like, I'm glad I know that. Don't move, because then it just makes it go faster. Yeah. Like in my right. mind, I was like, good thing I know. Good thing I know for when I encounter quicksand on my day to day life. Yeah, in yeah. my day to day life. <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. Relieved is the word that I'm like. Relieved. Yes, relieved. Like, I'm like, about. okay. Yeah, honestly, I think if if I'm thinking back to like maybe preteen time, right? You kind of have like a, a sense of self already, but you're still very much figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think I would just be relieved that I'm still like kind of a, a goofy, silly kid. Mm-hmm. I remember having so many talks with my dad as a, a preteen and a teen being like, why are adults so lame? <laughs> like, Great like, question. I have the same question like, currently. Asking my dad all the time. And I remember my dad would be like, look, when I was your age, like I thought I was like so cool and countercultural. Like I was like dark and I was like writing my poetry and like had my earring and was like, right. grown ups just West. don't understand. He's like, and then I, you know, I grew up and he's like, I, I'm still like that. But you know, you just, you change when you grow up and, and I hope you don't. And he's like, and I still have a lot of those parts about me, but like, when you grow up, you change. And I remember literally saying to him, well, I'm never going to change. And I'm I'm never going to sell out to the, the big man. <laughs> right. and, and like, to an extent, of course I have. Yeah, you know, right. everyone does. But I think at my core, I'm still kind of like a big kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that about myself. And yeah. I think like preteen teenage me would be like, yeah. Yeah. Right. You're Absolutely. still a big freaking weirdo. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> I feel that. And can I, I don't know if it's a question or say or why, yeah, it is a question. Why, <laughs> why do we think that like when we grow up or like you have to lose that sense of like childlike playful I, and, may, and maybe it's not even, I don't want to label it as childlike because that's maybe the problem. It's like being playful, I don't think mm. de- makes you be a child. So Sierra being like, I still want to be goofy and silly. It's like, right. And I feel like so many adults, we should still carry that playfulness within us because feeling like we have to push away from it. I feel like adults stamp it, it out of you. Yeah, yeah. And are also like take everything so seriously. Like mm. when we're like in the grocery store and we're like fucking around and we're just like doing stuff and your mom's like, can you just like stand there mm-hmm. and like not? They're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I can't, I'm not even, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and, and especially if you're getting told over and over like to reel it in, mm-hmm. calm it down. As you get older, that's not like that goes. So you're like, oh, let me not do too much. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the let me not be too let much, me not do too much. Because we're grown and this is a not that setting. And, you mm-hmm. know, and that's why you feel comfortable with your friends. You guys can act like idiots because nobody's judging you and nobody's looking weird at you. Yeah. But like adults doing like a flash mob maybe is like, why are they doing that? Teenagers doing it. You're like, OK, okay, well, yeah. you're a teenager. Yeah. I really don't want to get rid of the playfulness and goofiness. Like, even yeah. when I'm a grandma, like, I want to be like, all right, kids. Like, yes. we're, like right. I'm going to have, like, the dyed hair and, like, the cool vest to match the holiday. Like, right. we're going balls <laughs> yes. to the wall. Yes. Like, once I reach that part, right. I'm s- sending that part, right. you know? Right. And I love seeing older people, especially older women, who are vibrant yep. and loud. It makes and me feel so free. Yes. Oh, yeah. I aspire to be those women. Yes. Absolutely. Agree. And I I think there is such this like narrative that we're kind of pushed of like, 
being like having that is bad and wrong and yeah. right. Do yeah. you know how probably one of the most common comments I get is like grow up. Like, right. Like grow up. Like you are so immature, you're so this. I'm like, I think I'm like goofy and silly, but I don't think I'm like immature. immature. Like right. I think those are kind of two different things, but I think all levels of like non-conformity, silliness, out thereness, right? Going against the grain being goofy is all kind of gooped into like gooped into grouped into <laughs> like America. knock it off right grow up you're not a kid anymore right yeah. and and why do you want me to why do you also want me to be as miserable as you like that's what, kind of what's giving because when you say grow up what does that mean you want me to stop having fun right stop yeah. being playful is what you're literally saying to me right yeah and you can be an, an adult and take responsibility for the things in your life and still be Goofy, a goofy and yeah, I pay my bills. Right. I yeah. do what's got to be done, but I still right. fuck around. Yeah, right. Like, grow, right. Grow up. I said I am. This is what it is. You right. make it what life is. What you make it, bitch. So Hannah Montana. Make it Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me upset yes. at the people stopping no. out. That right. Stuff. I, but right. But right. Yeah. <laughs> she says. She says. Yeah. I digress. I digress. Ryan. What Ryan. Is, what is something? Oh. Um. I think. My younger self would be relieved to know that I am worthy of romantic love because that was so not it. Everybody had boyfriends. Everybody was doing the whole thing. And that was just not something that I got to be a part of ever. Mm -hmm. Not like any schooling all through high school, all of that. And I always just thought like, maybe it's just not for me. I just don't get to. And that sucks, but I just don't get to. So it's, I think I would be relieved to know that I've had multiple relationships at this point now because I really didn't think I was going to have any. Yeah. So. And that you're very wanted. I feel like younger self was just having such a ball that she wasn't like worried. And that's so beautiful. And so I wish I could go back and be like, girl, you better relish in that because that doesn't last forever, you know. But um, I think that the only worry as as a child, like through 10, if we're going to, it was just really like, so like, am I like talking, singing? Are we performing? Like, I mm. feel like that, that I just wanted to be entertaining. Are we? I have always known that that's just something so deep in me. So I feel like sitting right now saying that I am, don't want to tear up but like yeah I'm so relieved just to be here and doing this right. on a different type of stage but you're still performing and you're still entertaining yes yeah yes and I still am so passionate about it and I just re-fell in love with the passion of it so I feel like I have a new love for acting theater entertainment podcasting short form <laughs> right, <laughs> right. like name any outlet and right now i feel just so like re-inspired and i'm so glad that y if younger self could see me she'd be like look at you just so excited and so inspired to be in this space mm. mm -hmm. that's good i love that uh, uh, jessica quickly with the question please <laughs> right these right. little silences don't, don't let us sit in these yeah, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know we're like Answering the question, they're like, okay, who's next? Next? And I like kind of want like golf clap. Just, yep. Mm -hmm. and, and next. <laughs> <laughs> How would you prepare your younger self for their first heartbreak? I think I would try to emphasize the importance of not tying your identity to another person. Mm -hmm. I think my two major heartbreaks were so much more painful because I didn't know who I was without that person. Mm. Whereas I think of other breakups I had had with like shorter relationships where I didn't mold my entire persona around that person. Yes, I think it was less painful just because it was less time. 
but also when those relationships ended, I was still me. Right. right. So I'm I can be sad about this relationship ending and losing you, but I'm still me versus this relationship is ending, I'm losing you and I feel like I'm also losing myself because who am I without you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would That's a good one. Yes, I think going in I would be like validate my feelings so profusely mm, right. I'd be like, "Oh my god, first heartbreak, hug hug hug. Your feelings are validated." Number 1. Number 2, to assist that thing where you're not so like you lose yourself, I feel like I would encourage myself to be like that's a like this is this happened, okay? Moving forward, what we need to do is like there's we just need to dive into ourselves, mm. our passions, our anything, like truly just finding stuff outside of yourself and and just really not outside of yourself, sorry, uh, diving into stuff that are like interests to you. And so you have things and people and communities outside of that relationship because I feel mm-hmm. like it's really tough when it's just you just are committed to that person, you lose to that person, and then when you lose them, you're like, oh my God. And I feel like that happens so much in middle school. Like all my friends, like they forget they have friends, they forget they have family, and it's just like boyfriend, 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 or whatever. And so to avoid that, it's just like, please, just I would like encourage myself to do so many sports and so many activities. because While you're in the relationship. Yes. While you're That's in it. the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, like when you get out, you're going to do things and want to distract yourself, but like, don't lose yourself while in the relationship. Like, still be a person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and I'd be like, and be like, and you're gonna have another relationship, and that's okay. And while we wait for that one, we're just gonna keep doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like shaping it that way, because in the in the heart or in the breakups, when I had things, when I'm in a show, when I'm this, it feels less. Is it because I'm distracted? I don't know. But I also still had me and my passion, so it didn't mm-hmm. feel as like life or death kind of situation. I feel right. like it feels like your whole world is crumbling at first right. heartbreak. Yes, because it's like, oh, yeah. oh, not only am I losing this relationship, I'm losing my whole life, and I have nothing. I have nothing no. without this person. Right. And that's when I was in a really unhealthy relationship in high school. This person purposely isolated me from my friends. Which I thought, oh my gosh, he loves me so much that he doesn't want me to be away from him. Right. So like that like just made me feel better. Oh, of course he doesn't want me to go hang out with my friends because he wants me to be around him. Mm -hmm. Right. Of course he doesn't want me to do a show because then I'll be at rehearsal and not with him. Mm -hmm. Right. And as a insecure teenage girl, that made me feel loved, important, valued. Mm -hmm. And so through that entire almost a year relationship, I didn't do any theater. Mm, I mm-hmm. was still playing soccer, which was like my only outlet because my mom was like, you're not quitting everything. Like, right. this is ridiculous. And luckily, through soccer, I still had those soccer friends, but most of my other friends, I like totally blew off. Yeah. <laughs> and when we broke up, it was that feeling of like, I literally cannot live, not just without this person, but like, I don't even know how to live without that being the center core of my life. Right. And I think encouraging my younger self to let that person be a part of my life, but not my whole life. Yep. That soundbite right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I would probably tell my younger self, like, if someone wants to be with you, you won't have to beg them to be with you. And if you have to beg or even the thought of begging or asking multiple times, cut it. We're done. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's okay. And you'll find somebody else. But like, if you have to be like, Bending over backwards, flipping, doing all these things, changing everything about yourself to be with a person that's not the person that you need to be with. Mm-hmm. Period. And gosh, that's a tough it's pill tough. to swallow because, yeah. because what if I just did this? What if I just? What if I just wear that? What if I did? He, 
Yeah. I am guilty. Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. Mm-hmm. Do you think for you that came more from a place of I don't want to lose this person or like you were saying in the last question of feeling that like insecurity of not having a partner, it came from I don't want to lose this person or I don't want to, I might not find anyone else. Both. Yeah. I felt like I was so wrapped up in that relationship and not that I didn't have like a life outside of him, but I was just so like, I just knew, right? When you just know that like we are meant to be together, like you're my soulmate type of vibe. And then towards the end of a relationship when it was like really, really tough, I felt myself like, like allowing things in the relationship to happen that I normally would not have let happen. But because I wanted to be with him so bad and I wanted this relationship to work, I was allowing all this shit that I would never, ever allow. But because I was so like, you're the one. So I guess I just have to make this work. Otherwise, then you're not the one. And that's Mm -hmm. like not really an option. And that's not the truth I'm telling myself in my head and my heart. So because we're meant to be, I got to do all this Mm -hmm. to make sure that we are meant to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it was that. And it was like, I'm never going to find love like this again because I've never had it to begin with. I don't have the like, oh, well, you've had five boyfriends before. Like, it's not that deep. Mm, No, this is it. Here we are holy shit, it's leaving, it's gone. Like, I don't know what to do type Mm -hmm. of vibe. Mm -hmm. And all that happened when I was an adult. Like, I was, like, grown. So it was a a mind fuck a little bit. But that I was younger, right? So, like, I would still definitely be like, girl, if you have to beg, keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long after the breakup do you feel like it took you to be like, oh, I'm, like, a hot commodity. Like, people would love to date me. Like, I will, not only will I find someone else, but, like, I have options. Well, as embarrassing as this is, probably like three and a half years. I That breakup fucked me like so hard. And it took me forever to get. I couldn't even get there because I was still mourning the relationship. Mm. So I couldn't even get to like the, oh, I'm like doing this. I was like, that's not even a thought. Mm-hmm. And then I got over the relationship and then I was like, hello? She rubbed wow. her eyes a little I was bit. Like, looked oh, in the mirror. Girl. I was like, holy <laughs> well, shit. I finally you st- looked like this the whole time. I finally, and you're funny. Yeah. Dude, and you're smart. I finally stopped crying about it and was like, oh, okay. I'm that bitch. Oh, here we go. Yeah. We're fine. It's fine. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> she remembered. So a long time. But yeah. that was like my first like true, real, I mean, again, I was an adult, like true, real relationship that I was like truly in love. So I had also never felt that like I didn't get to go through all that when I was a teenager. Like that didn't yeah. happen. So it was like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was a lot. Teenage boys I'm are sweating. terrible. <laughs> Me talking about my ex like, God. <laughs> yeah. We're moving on to level two. Good job, guys. Oh, yeah, we survived. Like, bro, we were tearing in level one though. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Our first question from level two, which is uh, present tense questions. Um. This one's a little lighter. Give you guys a little breather. Uh, what seemingly random things are you into? Sierra, I feel like this question was made for you. <laughs> so many. I feel like a lot of mine people already know because I talk about them. And I have many niche weird interests. But, you know, rocks. Right. Pokemon. Right. Um, currently very into gardening, raising my monarch caterpillars. Um, seemingly random. What else? I have a currently seemingly random thing that I'm really in love with, which is juicing. I had no idea I would be so like invigorated by it, but like something about putting carrots and oranges and lemons and then just like grinding them down and pushing it to juice is like so oddly satisfying and it's fantastic. 
I want a Paloma okay. juice. Yeah. It was good. I had the carrot Ooh. juice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. It's yeah. I, I'm making one that's called liquid sunshine. I will literally bring it to you. Please. I absolutely will. No, done. Done. What do you do with the pulp? Like, do you compost it? The pulp, I like to actually like sift it through and like push it. I actually run it through the juicer one more time oh. to like really get that mix oh. from. And more juice came out. And then I just like, yeah, we have like a little a compost uh bag thing to, I don't know what Ryan's doing with it. I'm just putting the scraps <laughs> that's, yeah, in the that's designated not your part. container. You're yeah, like, yeah, 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 I do the juicing and mm-hmm. he does the scraps yeah. or yes, whatever. Yes, 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 yes. That, and I think that, I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast, but so, uh, st- st- one of the things I like to consume that's a little random, but like, mm, is like when people are cooking with freakishly small food. Like mm. they have like, <laughs> like it's like a tiny, like it's teeny tiny, yeah, for hamsters and they're like making a burger and it's just so cutesy and tiny and small and I just love seeing it. it's just so cute and I, I I will eat not eat it up I will watch them eat it up but it's so tiny watch and it's the, just so cute and right I, I don't know is it for a mouse I don't know right <laughs> and, but it also like why I know and it's I, I don't like, know why and it's like why is your griddle so small like it's literally just like the shot of the fingers right and the little cheese like it's so freakish it's for a poly pocket size food right I've seen people making those like out of clay on TikTok, but I've never seen people real doing food. it with real food. They have food. leveled yeah. it up. We've we've gone through COVID. They've done everything. They are now using yeah. real food right. to make the miniature stuff, and it's so cute. I, um, yeah. I feel like I would be into that. Like I love tiny things. <laughs> the sizzle. You can hear the sizzle of the meat on like as they're cooking. It's yeah. so cute. I'm like, I don't even eat meat, but I want to hear the sizzle. Yeah, the sizzle. <laughs> and it's so small, so it's so cute. A little teeny it's sizzle. Teeny. Looks like a little crabby patty. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crunchy R. Crabby patty. Um, mine's also in the same food vibe. I love watching, specifically watching Korean mukbangers. I don't know what they're saying. I mean, I read the subtitles, but it, I I don't really read the subtitles. I'm not really there to know. I'm just there to watch them cook the food and watch their expressions. They're so like animated mm-hmm. when they're like cooking the food and eating, and I'm so intrigued. I don't cook, and I'm not really interested in doing that. But I love watching them cook and then eat the food. Mm. Or and like go to the grocery store, and I also like that they're going to like Korean stores, and I'm like, wow, the Korean Seven Eleven. I haven't seen this, bro. The Korean Seven Eleven is top notch. Like they're on some other level shit bro, over there. Like when I was in Japan and I went to a Seven Eleven. It was stupid. Like they like, had oh. fantastic food, and like they also like provide like the hot water. So if you wanted to like set your noodles yeah, up and yes. stuff, like you can make it all in the Ooh, and it's yes. like not delicious and like fresh. Yeah, yes. and it's fresh. That's yes. the keyword that you want to say. Cause like, I still remember there was a 7-Eleven outside our hotel and I saw like the truck show up with like the sandwiches and like all the fresh food. Yes. And so not 7-Eleven food like we're used to. No, not American yeah, no. 7-Eleven food. Like, not the taquitos. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Not the taquitos. No, it, but yeah, I yeah. love that. I like, I love to watch that. I bit. had a, I, I remember grabbing a sandwich and and it had like a slaw and like a pork belly. Why? Tell me why. At Seven Eleven, like I would never buy that here. Oh yeah, but no, there, that's giving like sickness. You will die. Yeah, right. Yeah, like you'll, you'll die. Pass away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But it was so oof, so good. I remember actually asking Ryan. I'm like, what do you want me to bring you back from Japan? She's like, food. I'm like, yeah. From the Seven Eleven. Yeah. And I did bring you, you did. the noodles. I you brought the cheesy, the cheesiest cheesy. Yep. And at the time, it was like Halloween. So they, I remember like they even had like a Halloween character on it. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, I brought you this one. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. It was so Jeez. good. And you like can't get it in the States. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the only thing that I am really into that like I don't talk a ton about is just how much media I consume of like video essays. Like I will watch video essays on shows I've never seen, things I've never heard of. Like I 
just watched one that was like two hours long on Breaking Bad. Mm. Never watched Breaking Bad. If you've never seen it, what like – excites you about it like if you don't even know who they're talking about i'm like oh i i know that show Uh like let me just get a fast track on it and now i'm not only like seeing the show but also like i don't like scary stuff and so i'm like i if i were to watch breaking bad i would probably end up like fast forwarding through half of it anyways so i'm like give me like the cliff notes and then also like tell me like tell me about like the the analyzing of it like right you know like they give it everything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then I would assume that it, it, that's giving spoilers. A thousand percent. Okay, yes. okay. It, I, mean, I, I thought so. I'm like, how are you explaining anything if you're not saying anything? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like the next step of me wanting to read Wikipedia about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I click on one and it's like, no spoilers, I'm leaving. Wikipedia. Right. I, like, I want to know I what I want you doing. to give me the spoilers. Gotcha. Let me see if I can go to my YouTube watch history and read you some of the recent video essays <laughs> I've watched this week. Wait, I love it. <laughs> Okay, because they're going to be all over the place. And while you're looking, uh-huh. do you are you straight up just sitting there watching? Are you doing other things? Other or? things. Okay. This okay. is like background in the morning. Vibes. Yeah, podcast vibes. Gotcha. Uh, one. This one only has 405 views. The history of Disney Channel original movies. Oh, that's that really good. I love right? that. I would and that's like a shorter one. That yeah, one's only like link. 20 minutes. Then we have the entire Black Mirror timeline with season six, 43 minutes. I've watched one episode of Black Mirror. Okay, but okay. I'm like. Tell me what the timeline was. Right. Because people talk about it. This is from, that was just today, this morning, getting ready for the podcast. Yesterday, (laughs) the wizard competition in Wizards of Waverly Place makes no sense. 33 minutes. I stand behind that. Right? Yeah, it makes no sense. We have Teen Titans, a history analysis and celebration, one hour and 55 minutes. I haven't watched Teen Titans since I was like eight, but I watched that whole video. Right. Listen to it. One hour and 55 minutes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Although that one I think I fell asleep in. And that's the thing. Sometimes I'll like fall asleep during these right. and then like not pick it back up. Right. Right. Have you ever done it for a show that you have yes, watched? Yes. Yeah. I mean the, the Disney Channel one, right? Oh, okay, here's one. Okay, right. That's T. Uh, uh, enter the Multiverse, an MCU complete retrospective, three hours and seven minutes. And that's a part four, I think. So when I say, oh my God. like, I don't really watch TV, it's not like, I don't watch TV. It's like, right. no, I don't watch TV because this is what I'm doing with like my media time. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Should we put her on a show where she can like use all this knowledge? <laughs> I know. I, like, I, we need like a we need like a game show yeah. that's about TV shows. Mm-hmm. You guys should go do like a trivia night with oh, a trivia they do, like, night. Some themed yes. TV series. Especially if it's Star Wars or Marvel, because I would say at least 50% of the video essays I watch are Star Wars or Marvel. Mm-hmm. Okay, noted. We like, need to use these knowledge well, no, from yeah, like, this We need to good. use yeah. her yeah. so that we can win some prizes. <laughs> some prizes. <laughs> it actually would be fun. Because we don't even have to go to trivia night. We could do a trivia podcast and we could have different categories Ooh. of like our interests. Oh. Like Jeopardy. Oh, oh my God. Remember like when we that. would play Jeopardy in school? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, all right. Remember well, I like that? that. We should do that. Come yeah. below if you're down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, we'll play with it. us. And let us know what the category should be called. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is a good idea. Like, you know, when we talk about comfort movies? Yeah. One of my comfort videos that I have probably listened to 10 times in its entirety is the entire canon Star Wars timeline, and it's like a four-hour video. Mm-hmm. And, and you just it, go back and... Yep, mm-hmm. it starts from like the very... Like, it's all of the lore from like all of the canon stuff. Like, the movies, some of the books that are canon, the TV shows, like, in timeline order. Wow. It's comforting. The knowledge, the power. The nerd. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to know the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> I don't Jessica? know if we have enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say no, but Darth Maul can get it. Yeah. Darth Maul could get it. I T. do agree. I agree. That's just because you haven't seen uh, 
Clone Wars, the animated series. Oh, and I absolutely will not be watching it's, that. Yeah, I yeah. don't need that. Uh, yeah. Something about the cartoon style, and I can't like put my the, finger on it. Like creeps me out. It's actually great, but but the way they look is weird. Yeah, it the reminds way, the, me of the like animation. claymation, but it's not. It's like claymation, but it's drawn. Like it's. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive, but it, it scratches my brain in a weird way visually. Fair. But I have actually like looked up the plot. Yeah. Again, I'm sure you could find a video essay. I can send you one. I've probably seen it twice. <laughs> I think we need like a team Slack that's just for you to info dump links. Yeah. So yeah, when someone's like, no wow, I need something to, to yeah. watch, they can go I, peruse your Slack. Actually, I will make a video tea. essay channel on Slack. And just every time I watch a new one, I'm going to send the link. Recommend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, but you can't be mad when no one yeah, responds. Everyone, to it. everyone needs to have notifications off, <laughs> muted. <laughs> that is yeah. just like a hmm. I wonder what weird shit well, Sierra's Sierra's watching. Yeah. I love. You're that. like, I need something to watch. What should I watch? Right. Yeah. What is something you don't care to be good at? Drawing. Really? I'm terrible. I am god awfully at drawing. <laughs> like I remember in school, they would tell my mom, like this girl cannot even color in the lines. Like I was not gifted. <laughs> at that at all mm -mm. they were like the the assignment was to do this not a dinosaur i was like that is a self-portrait and they're like <laughs> oh my god and you know what i've accepted that within myself and i don't care that i'm not good at it fuck it i feel the same i i want to be good at my job i want to be a good friend i want to be a good partner other than that I don't yeah I don't know and I think the reason why I'm like it's fine if I'm not good is because I don't really have like competitiveness isn't really so strong in me um, thank God. Thank God. Well, literally think are... I am highly competitive. So it's very for the best that my best friend is not because if not, we probably would kill each Fighting, other. Yeah. Uh, that's like, why we got to do this. And I'm that's like, why I love okay. when I'm like with Sierra because we can get that competitiveness going. Right. And she's like, oh, y'all go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> y'all go ahead. Y'all go, go, go ahead. Go. And then back here. <laughs> right. And probably like sports. Like I mm. and games. I play games for fun. I don't play games to win. And if I'm not good, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know the the, the inhale, the, the inhale. Two of us the, are the, like, that's weird. Can't honestly, I know. that's like, so weird. You could play something and like still have fun if you don't win. Yeah, but that's why people like to play games with me because yeah. they'll probably win because I'm not gonna like lose my mind over it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'm just having. I'm here to have a good time. Right. But the game you are freakishly good at, and when we play together, is that one where it's like you. I can't remember. Remind taboo. me. Taboo. Some where you. It's like there's a word and you have to get your guess. Taboo. taboo. Ryan and I are so good at that and I feel like we don't even speak and like yeah. the other like I'm like yeah. sorry to this other guest and I'm like it's that one thing and she's like oh uh this, this. and I'm yeah. like yeah and they're like you didn't say anything yeah you That's are freakishly yeah. good but at I that think game that, I don't think that has anything to do with like my ability to play the game but more just like i know what you're trying to say yeah, yeah, and so yeah, i just yeah. can guess but yes that is that's a fun game i like that one and thank god she's good at it because imagine to have my teammate on yeah. i'd be like all right sorry ryan but <laughs> oh, yeah right <laughs> you've right. been cut yeah, yeah literally <laughs> yeah what about you sarah honestly i think just like all of my hobbies like i think i used mm. to view hobbies as something that i had to be good at mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that also comes from like the like overachiever gene of like right. I have to be good at everything right mm -hmm. and I like why would I do something if I can't even if I do can't it be right good at it. Yeah. yeah right and I it actually just really resonated me with me from a TikTok like two or three years ago it was I remember it so clearly it was someone skiing and they were like I'm bad at skiing and I like it and I have fun with it and this is your reminder that like you don't have to be good at your hobbies I can enjoy being bad at skiing right and I was like Really? Mm. You're, I mean, you're absolutely, you're right. And I feel like I had been getting towards that point. Right. But to see it laid out in those plain words of like, 
you aren't supposed to be good at your hobbies. They are just hobbies. They're just for fun. I I feel like really just opened up a whole world for me. And I think that may be why, especially in the past couple of years, I've like been exploring a lot of different hobbies because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can play pickleball and then not have to like practice and learn strategy and be the best at pickleball yeah. so that next time we play, I'm better. Like, right. right. I can just play it. Right. Except... She's very good. I was gonna say, roll the footage from the (laughs) retreat when she was playing the boys and was absolutely crushing them. And then every time she was winning, she would look back at us and we'd be like, "Yeah, bitch, (laughs) that one was for the girls." Yeah, yeah, for the girls. We're like twenty points for Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think just you know realizing that I can have fun, I can enjoy things that I'm not good at. Yeah, right. And I think I would. Before that, like pre-pandemic, if I liked something, I had to figure out how to improve at it. Right. And like if I want to, sure. But like let's take like gardening as my hobby right now. Like I have like my nice little garden in the side yard. It's like a fun little side project for me. I think had I gotten into it like five years ago, it would have been like how do I be the best gardener and have the best garden? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like why? Right. Who are you in competition with? Yes. Yeah. It's not like why can't I just – or I would have to be like, what plants can I grow that will make the most vegetables? <laughs> right. So right. I can have an overflowing basket of like my achievements. Yeah. Right. Instead yeah. of being like, you know, sunflowers don't really grow anything, but they're pretty. Right. And I like them. Yeah. So I'm going to plant them. Yeah. yeah. That same That's sentiment, I think Ryan and I had a conversation about singing where we were like, oh, oh yeah. where, I, where I was just like in the slump of like, I don't want to sing this, that, and the fourth because if it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm missing out on so many, so much singing because I'm so fearful of it not being perfect or not right. being good. And I'm like, you know what? I've decided that I love to sing. And even if I'm bad and other people feel that way, I'm not going to allow that to get in my way. And that really um, has helped. Still yeah. still freakishly aggressively working on that. Yeah. But that that same sentiment applied. Yeah. To- I do yeah. remember that conversation. I was like, okay, so then you're bad. And then what? I know. And then I was like, what? I'm not going to sing. And I was like- I'm like, you're never going to sing I again. Know. I was like, I was like- Oh my god! Right. Even if I was bad, I would like, like, truly, like. Here's just, the thing: I can't even hear a the lot no of people anything. are bad, and they still sing. Nobody's stopping them. So why the hell am I getting in my <laughs> own way? I'm like, yeah, that's right. So that same sentiment, and we've talked about that before. We just talked about it. How like because we sing, it feels like it has to be good. Otherwise, why are we singing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and we won't sing songs out of our range. We're not gonna sing like mm-hmm. this, that, and the third because that's not what we do. But it's like we obviously love it, right? So, so why don't let's you just, just do it? Let's just do it. Yeah. So I'm like, if I could just switch my brain to for fun. For fun. Yeah. For the plot. Like, yes. they say, yes. for the plot, bitch, for the plot. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to do anything. And it doesn't even have to lead to anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel that. And that's <laughs> such a good reminder is that the, the purpose of this thing is just to have fun mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if there's no, if the outcome that you wanted doesn't show up, that's fine because that wasn't the goal. Right. Yeah. The goal was to have fun. Yeah. Right. Did you have fun? Right. Okay. Even if your garden dies or you don't get the part yeah. or whatever it is. Right. Did you have fun? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that, like, to go back to that question where we were, like, talking about why grownups are, like, so stuck, got the stick up, sticks up their asses and shit like that. Yeah. I don't think enough adults have enough hobbies. Mm. Like, they're not doing a lot of things for fun because they're too busy doing other things that they have to do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. hobbies seem like things that kids do or people do when they have like time to do. Yeah. But, like, like hobbies are a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They yeah. absolutely are. Yeah. 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 But it's and they like, are. they are a luxury, yeah. but I feel like you can get so much of your childhood vibe back 
if you're doing something that you enjoy just for the sake of mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T. You guys have made it to level three. Future. Big baby. <laughs> Do you guys remember that when yes. we say that as kids? Baby, baby. No, big baby. Big baby. Yes. <laughs> like, why would we, like, the boys? I don't know. And I don't want to say we, because I don't think I had the strength to do that back in the day in elementary but i feel like the boys oh i definitely it? said it <gasps> big baby <laughs> and, and they would say it a lot and that's a raven yeah that's where that's from yeah Corey would say it question is who do you want to spend more time with in your life Ooh, i think i want to spend more time with my siblings it's hard because they're younger and they're in high school so like i'm probably like not the person they really want to hang out with right now but i feel like now that they are like people, like real people that we can like converse with, I feel like it would be beneficial for them and I to like start this like really like actual close sibling relationship that has depth mm-hmm. as they're this age moving like forward. You know, the thought of your guys' relationship just literally fills my heart I know. with yeah. so much love because how beautiful. And to have an older sibling who is so actively seeking that connection. I feel like as when you're a younger sibling, it's like all you want is that validation and like you want your older sibling to think you're cool. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And to want to hang out with you. And the fact that you are actively pursuing those relationships, I think is going to, if it doesn't mean so much to them now, it will later in life. There's often times like, oh, yeah, we love each other and it's like fine, whatever. And then you don't really like get to like the, oh, you notice that about mom and dad too? Yeah. <laughs> Until you're like, you know, like in your 20s or whatever. When you whatever. can start talking shit about mom and dad, bro. That level. Yo. Once I hit that with my brother, I was like, I'm so glad you're here. Right. Yeah. Thank you for joining <laughs> Pull us. Pull up a chair. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but that's so, I feel like that's like, that makes you so much closer, right? Like, not that it's like us against our parents, like whatever, but like. To we, commiserate. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and to feel like it's us. Like, obviously it's the family, but like mom and dad are going to leave at some point And like, it's us and I got you and y'all got me and like that's this is this is what we're doing. Yeah. That's so beautiful and I'm so glad that you know that and you're not some older sister who just oh well. Well, they're teenagers so it's like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like that and you put such an effort so that is literally just the foundation and you guys Mm. can't wait to see it. It, Like I just so beautiful. I love siblings that can get along and are because that's not everyone and you right like sometimes you'd be like oh you think that everyone but like that's not the tea for everyone and yeah. the closeness when you are close is so beautiful it's been interesting as steven and i like think and talk more about like age gaps with having a, a second child um you know i think there's a lot of talk of like what's the best age gap what age gap is going to make my kids close like i think that's a question I've seen come up in parenting circles over and over and over again. And the answer that I have seen a lot of people say that I think is so true is it it doesn't actually really matter because it matters who they are. Right. You could have kids who are a year apart and hate each other. You could have kids who are 10 years apart and are so close. Yeah. And so it's less about like what the perfect age gap is and more about who they are as people, and how you as a parent facilitate those relationships. Right. And I think that has been very comforting to me because for a long and, – and honestly, seeing you and your relationship with your siblings has been very comforting to me because I thought I was going to have another baby a lot closer in age to Grace. Like, I honestly imagined, like, a, a very close age gap. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And when that time came and I realized I am so not ready and like I'm barely getting to a point where I'm ready now and mm-hmm. she's too, mm-hmm. I have felt a lot of anxiety about like, I, am I ruining this for her? Oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah. am I taking this away from her of her having a close sibling? Mm-hmm. But the amount of time and the age gaps, uh, that's not the end all be all. Right. You know? Right. And yeah. it's been very inspiring to see your relationship with your siblings. What is the age gap between you and your oldest brother? My brother and I are 11 years apart. So he's 16. And then my sister and I are 13 years apart. She's 14. Besties. And they're close. Like they're like a year and some change. Like not exactly two years. I guess they are now. But they, they're they a year apart when like she turns 15. Yeah. And, and they're close. So are we. And we're over a decade apart. Yeah. I love your relationship with your siblings and I love any chance that I have to like hear you talk about that. It's Thanks. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I always am feeling like I want to spend more time with Grace, obviously. Right. Um, I could spend every waking moment with her and I don't ever feel like it would be enough, you know, which is just kind of that like fleeting feeling of your child growing up. Right. You know, right. Like I wish I could spend a hundred years with her at this age. Right, right. I get one day with her at this age because tomorrow she's going to change and be different. Right. And yeah, it's that like weird feeling of I I wish I could just pause right here and like soak this in. But also whatever's coming next I know is going to be fun and exciting too. But I think something I am actively pursuing of like wanting to spend more time with is spending time with Grace with my family. Mm. A lot of the time like because I work part time. It's like my my mom comes over to watch Grace while I'm working. And so then I don't think to be like, hey, mom, like, let's go do something with Grace, the two of us, the mm-hmm. two of us or right. like with, you know, Steven's parents or whoever. Like, I feel like a lot of the time it's like, oh, I'm either someone else is watching Grace or like I'm with Grace and I want to spend more time like with her As with our family. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, because sharing that experience of, like, watching Grace grow. Like, I'm sure, like, just even, like, if you go with, like, to Disneyland or something, just, like, right. you, you're just, like, getting to watch them, you know? Yeah, and watch I think them that they, experience that, too. Yeah. yeah, and then watching your parents enjoy them. Like, that mm-hmm. is top tier. Mm-hmm. It's so special, like, in those experiences to when she does something amazing or cute or funny to turn to the person next to you and be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And, like... On, you know, because I'm I'm solo with Grace two and a half weekdays and then, you know, Stephen and I on the weekends together. But when I'm alone with her, there is kind of that feeling of like, oh, like, I wish there was someone else I could turn to and be like, can you believe that? Right. And that's where it becomes me texting Stephen updates on everything. <laughs> she just ate a, a Cheerio. It was beautiful. Right. Right. <laughs> she, she just waved. Gorgeous. I'm crying. Because <laughs> yeah. there's this feeling of like, I want someone else to share the experience of watching how amazing she is. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's Ugh, so sweet. That's so, that made me think of a little different, but it's like, if you think you love your significant other, wait till you see them with children or like raising someone. And so like you saying like you with Steven, like the love you already had, but like now raising Grace, like you're like, I just want to look to you and be like, oh, my God, can you believe what we did? This is amazing. And we do that all the time. Yeah. Like, you think that that would fade. No. But literally, like, two years in, we multiple times a day, usually, 
turn to each other and are like, can you believe this? <laughs> that is so like, special. And and Steven especially is just so wonderful. At, like he is always telling me like how much he loves watching me parent. And like I love watching him parent. And like it really is just so amazing to be like, I love you so much. I love her so much. I love that you love her. I love that she loves you. Like right, Steven right. said he last night he was um like putting her down for bed and she just kept saying, I miss mama. I love mama. I miss mama. And Steven was like, I love that you miss mama. Right. Like, that's so beautiful. He's like, Sierra, you got to get in here. Right. <laughs> that's so cute. And that's magic right there that yeah. you're like, she's saying she misses mama from her crib. You're like, yeah, she does. Right. Like, you the just, feeling is mutual. Yeah, girl. the feeling yeah. is so mutual, bestie. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for uh, di- diverting the conversation no, to this. I could talk about how obsessed I am with my child forever. I love watching you with Grace. Yeah. Truly, like, I get invited. Like, I love it. Like, Yes. Tr- yes. Truly, it's so beautiful. And yeah. as soon as I find out that if one day I have a child, I will be texting you and saying, I would like um, a, book. A, a book, a plan, and, <laughs> and, and prompts. And how do I do exactly how you've been doing so beautifully with Grace? I'm so dead ass. I truly yeah, I feel dead that. ass. I'm coming to you. So be ready. If I ah. ever have a baby, I'm going to be like, please help me. That's I know you're not sweet. You're am- yeah. I love it. I am yeah. always feeling, I don't know, like I should be doing more. I could be a better parent. Like, right. There's always that feeling. Like, I feel like I'm pretty confident in my parenting abilities. Yeah. But there is always that feeling of like, is it enough? Because you're a right. great parent. So you are literally still thinking, how the hell right. can I give more? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, thank also, you. As That's a, how much. As an adult yeah. who like dwells in your home a lot. Um, just even hearing how you choose to parent Grace is like right. so healing for like my inner child. That's and like fuck. I literally talk to my siblings about it. I'll be like, because it, it's it's seeing something, and I love my parents. There's no shade no tea to them, but like seeing something modeled in a way I've like never seen anyone mm-hmm. do that. And also like I nannied for ten years. Like I've I've I don't really want children, but I've been around them for forever. And seeing how you because it's a choice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it's also so crazy to see how you do that while still like honoring and balancing yourself as an autonomous person right i don't think that's easy to do right i think you should be very fucking proud yes yeah retweet retweet (laughs) thank you truly that's like the kindest thing you could ever say Oh my god! You're a down ass bitch and a bomb ass mom, dude. You're a sick ass mom. Again, she is I'm, the mom, bro, bro. I'm I'm so on the same level as Jess. Like I'm really not interested in having kids, but if I ever ended up with one, I'm running to this house and knocking on the door. Yes, like for real. That was me with Kenzie. Oh. I'm like, you have created the perfect child in Harlan. <laughs> Tell me how to do it. Yeah, for real. I'll be running to you, ladies, and being like, show me how to. Yeah. Parent with such kindness and love. With oh. validation. I feel and like valid- that's, bro. Oh, my God. The validation you give her and, and the patience. It, like, <gasps> dude, it's so easy to just be like, stop. Just can don't you just be that. quiet. Like, don't. I, because I said, like, it's so much easier to do that. But, like, that's not what you do. And it's like, it's. I didn't even know bro. it was an option. For the, and I really, get- <sighs> really, really mean that. Like, I had no idea the way that you parent in love with yep. grace i didn't know that was like I'm yeah like, i didn't know you and could again, be so like, no shade no children. shade we love our parents yeah no shade even, to parents no shade but but damn yeah. there is a way that you can validate your two-year-old that, with, like there's a way to validate your two-year-old's emotions and feelings even if they're like like doing the most and still like teach them something and still like 
help them do whatever the thing is safely. Like there's a way to do it and there's a way to like explain why they shouldn't do it the way they should. This marriage are doing of like it. comfort for your child and then also like curiosity for the world around her. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. as someone who's like incredibly anxious, that's so nice to have play in the background of my work day. Like I can't even explain. And I also just think like, you know, I don't know how much like bearing this really has, but your outer voice in those situations you're building your daughter's inner voice mm. and like she's so damn lucky yeah and i'm sure there's things she's gonna grow up and be her own person and be like mom no 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 right. like that's gonna happen because that's adolescence but like but you and steven are really doing girl? the most mm-hmm. i'm like yeah bro we, we could love go- you i'm like you. you could go I on know. and on I know. you guys thank you i feel like i just don't even know what to say about this because this is just like the nicest thing and like i feel like I've worked through so many insecurities about like myself, but I still always feel like the the guilt of like not being enough like for her, especially working. Like I always wonder like like should I like am I making the wrong choice right? And like to hear you guys say that like I just don't even I I I don't even know what to say. Thank you. Then I'm really glad that as as much we are all here doing this i'm I'm glad that you know the truth thank you you know yeah. as people who are as outsiders here. really yeah, yeah. Outsiders, because here's but, the thing outsiders, too but people that are here and witnessing it like right that's what my right. therapist says she's like who's actually around yeah and like watching this. and the people around you are literally telling you go bitch keep it up yeah do it you are literally killing it yeah thank you. truly thank you so much we're back um i have tissues <laughs> um and i got even more of a, a, a pep talk in the break and I just love you guys so dearly and I'm so grateful for you and I can only God Sierra don't do it (laughs) I can only hope that Grace will have friendships like these when she's old she will because she will see her mom and all her mom's friends and seek out women like that exactly who uplift each other and (laughs) exactly what a little lighthouse she's gonna be. Absolutely. <laughs> she could go on boundaries. She's gonna be a little a little lighthouse of like boundaries and self-love. And mm-hmm. that's so important for little girls. And Ugh. it's not just gonna Especially affect her, for it's gonna little affect girls, yeah. other little girls. Yep. I hope so. Yep. Have have I told you guys that we've started doing affirmations every morning? No, no, you didn't. She asks for it. She like that's like one of her favorite things is we like after like in the morning when we're getting ready, we like look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, like. I am kind. And she's like, I kind. Like right. we do, we do them all. And then she'll be like, one more, one more. Or she'll be right. like, now dad, dad. Like she wants us all to do Aww. it. It was so funny. She tried to get Steven to do an affirmation. He was like, I've like never done this before. Like, what do I say? I was like, like, what do you like about yourself? Like what, or what's something that you're striving to be? Right. And at first he like did a jokey one. He's like, I have stinky farts. <laughs> and I'm right. like, yeah, ha ha. But like, go. Do, yeah, do it. Go. And yeah, he did yeah, one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You Aww. are. Not us all healing. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I love that. That's so beautiful. But now sometimes, because we always do it in the same mirror, I'll find her like in front of that mirror, just like talking to herself in the mirror. That's and a I'm mood. Like, Perfect. Yeah. I'm exactly. like, that's exactly what I want. Right. You can do anything. Yeah. Right. You are the baddest. <laughs> I just want to see your little thingy like yeah. pointing at yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Our second car. God. <laughs> three. Wait, what level are we on? Three. We're on the last. Yeah. Okay. okay. Phew, just want to um, make sure. Here's a question. What do you hope to accept, if not love about yourself one day? The thing that I'm still actively working on is just like, the the loudness i think that i know that that's okay and i know i know and i try to remind myself but it's really tough because i've been told to bring it down Mm -hmm. 
too yeah mm, mm-hmm. too many times and it's just so like in me that I hope one day I can be that 70 year old woman with the vest and just like hey and just be yeah. so n- not care about it yeah. and hopefully it doesn't take that long and it's funny to say because you're like you're already doing that Paloma that's funny that you think that you're not ah. right so <laughs> so um, but you're so I guess what maybe about it. yeah maybe to be able to do that without, without the, having like the, the thought of like something. is yeah. that too much you're so right, right. I think right. that that's what it is it's like the the retrospect and you're like mm, maybe I shouldn't have been as loud oh my god was I was I Ooh. right if right. I could like just be myself and then not like feel guilty about it later, like mm, was I a little yeah that yeah. that mm. part. Mm, I feel like I want to f- feel like me needing something or me um what no. asking for something yeah asking for help or just even asking for anything and just feeling like I need this thing to be okay. I want to be able to ask for those things and like say those things without feeling like. I am a burden on somebody else. I'm being annoying. I'm being needy. This isn't valid. This isn't that important. It's not that deep. I have a really difficult time with being like, hey, I just like need this thing from anybody. Like it's really, really hard. And I will suffer through anything just for just to know that nobody's going to be like, she's so needy or like, I can't believe she asked that. And like, why does she who even cares about that? Like, why does she make that such a big deal? It doesn't matter. Like, I want to be able to voice my needs without feeling like I'm going to get shot down or people are going to think X, Y, Z about me. Mm -hmm. Just be able to advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. without feeling guilt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Yeah. And tough as hell to do. Yeah. And it's interesting. I feel like with both of yours, you're both at the place where you're doing the thing. Right. Right? Like probably before you couldn't even do the thing. Right. But now you're like, I would like to do the thing and not feel weird about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is kind of like mine too. Honestly, I was thinking about it. I'm like, what What do I still not like fully love and accept about myself? And when it comes to body image, I've done like so much work, like deconstructing the way that I view beauty and the way that I view myself and my worth. But physically, I still a lot of the times find myself like feeling insecure about my stomach or like my eyes immediately go there. Okay. I'm trying on this cute new outfit. I like, but how does my stomach look? Right. Mm. Right. And oh, I really like these pants, but do I like the way this make my stomach look right? Like that. I think that is still kind of that one little thing that's like holding on and I still do it. Right. I still wear the pants. Right. And I still do the thing, but I'm having that thought of like, but my stomach. Mm -hmm. Right. And I would love to just like quiet that noise. Yeah. Quiet that. Yeah. Because it's like that voice doesn't even belong to me. It's that's just that's the insecurity talking. And if we could just keep living our lives and not have that like reflect moment of that thought crossing your mind, we'd be so chill. Like those thoughts don't belong to us. It's just the insecurity talking. Right. Yeah. Forget it and remind ourselves that's just a thought passing does not belong to me. Right. That's what I like to do. That's such good advice. I really Mm -hmm. like because I'm like, I don't feel that way. That's not true. Yeah. Next. And right. you're so right. When I'm looking at myself in that outfit and I'm like, my eyes are going there, it's not like I don't like this thing. It's like I've been told that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm checking for what they, and I'm like, but oh, oh, that doesn't belong to me. Why am I, oh, next. Right. Because it's easy to be like, oh, especially I do this. I've done this with you and you're like, why? I'm like, Ugh, I should not eat that. I shouldn't eat that. I don't need that. And you're like, but don't you want it? I'm like, well, duh. Yeah. Yes, girl. I want the cake, but I can't eat it. Why? Uh, because? It's always like, uh, because? I don't know. 
then oh eat God. it. I'm like, okay, you're right. That <laughs> is making me think of – I am re-watching Zoe 101, and there is a mm. scene where the three girls are sitting around a piece of cake, and the girl pulled – and she was like, oh, I got this, like, slice of cake. And they were like – she's like, oh, but I can't eat it. And then they're like, so why'd you grab it? And she's like, I just can't. And then they were literally – it was spent – I, I re- screen recorded, so I should show you guys. Should I show you guys like the actual? Literally, yeah. I have it here and I screen recorded it and was like, I want to post this. I don't even know what to do with it because, but it felt so like, oh my gosh, this is why as women growing up, this is what we watched and consumed. Right. No wonder we feel this way. Right. Here are the girls. When it was like funny and casual, like right. commonplace right. settings. Yes. Right. Like this is normal and this is what you are probably doing. Here we go. Friends. Right. The commentary. Okay, one more. Right. Just one. Eat the cake. (laughs) (laughs) And after they're like, mmm. But the commentary of, no, I can't. That has right. like 100 calories in it. Yeah. I'm trying no, to be shouldn't. good. I'm okay. trying to be good. All, all three of it, if we all three if go all, in on it. Then it's fine. And it made me think of those women that are like, no chips, no chips. Okay, actually, if we'll all do it, like if we're being bad. Right. I'm like, how did that come to like fruition? I was like, I'll tell you why. Because we were watching Zoe 101, watching three young girls lose their mind over if they should have a ch- slice of chocolate cake. Like, yeah. like actually, middle school, like 13-year-old girls. Well, and what's crazy too is... Right. There's this perception that that is bad because you will be fat. Like, right. Being fat is the worst thing in the world. Right. But aside from that, the one piece of chocolate cake is not going to make you fat. Mm -hmm. Right. The one piece of chocolate cake is not going to, like, change your body. Right. Right. And so what is that even about? It almost gives, like, if I... do this, then I kind of lose control. I can't right? stop. I, I mm-hmm. won't be able to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, and that will make me fat. Yep. And that's the thing, right? And that was so my mindset when I was like dieting and late high school and just so fixated on my weight was like, I cannot even let myself have one singular chip at the barbecue, not even one, mm-hmm. because then, oh my God, I won't be able to help myself. Right. Right? Like, if I even let my if, – if they even get the one – because I, I think I remember that scene as they end up eating the whole cake, yep, right. right? Yeah. If you even give in a little bit and let yourself have the one bite, you will not be able to stop yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, I just – as you, you were talking about that, replaying it, when she was like, why did you get the cake? I'm weak. Mm. She literally so, responded with, "What? why did you get the cake? I'm weak. I'm weak. She what? Said, said the quiet what? part. What? <laughs> what kind of messaging are we sending to the children watching Zoe 101? So anyways, right. me recording it like, what the hell is this? No, right. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. But I love this show. But why shouldn't I have been consuming why? Yeah. And that's why for a lot, I feel like when I was younger, I'd be like, okay, well, what if we share it? What, what if we all just share right. the fries? Right. And I don't feel so guilty because we're all actually doing eating the, thing, the fries. You know? And I'm not eating all of them. So it's like fine. And yeah. you won't judge me for eating fries. Because you're, you're, you're being bad too. too. Yep. Because is, yep. it, is it the fear of like being judged by others? Like, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. probably. Right. And like, how bad is it if we're all doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the answer is it's not bad. Eat the camp. Eat the cake. Eat the fries. Yeah. And that voice inside all three of those girls did not belong. I'm weak. 
it has a million calories. Those, uh, you guys are like 11. I promise you that's right. not the voice in your head. Someone put those in there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And an adult wrote that script. Yes. Right. And was like this in my children's show. Perfect. Yes. Wasn't it Dan Schneider? It was Dan Schneider. Bro, and that's the Yo, most problematic. Fuck yeah. Dan Schneider. Yeah. That's all I gotta real. say. Have you guys Retweet. listened to, or I guess some people read and not listen to books. Right. <laughs> but I was going to say, have you guys listened to Jeanette McCurdy's book? No. Not yet. Not yet. I'm on I have. the list. Should we like book lug that shit and re- like, I'll we read should. it again. Okay. Let's, let's do that. I'm yeah. so down. Yeah. So it, down. It was wild. And it's actually, it's a short read too. Okay. So, you, okay. so you definitely recommend like, let's send this. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Period. Done. Yeah. Yep. Done. Back into level three. And here's your question to my 20 whatevers. What is your favorite thing about being your age? I like being old enough that I feel so removed from my teenage self. Like that is a different person. Right. But I still feel somewhat young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that. I still feel really young, even though I know that I'm not the youngest. Like I don't feel like, oh my God, like I don't feel like when people say that they're 27, I remember when I was 17. And someone saying they were 27 and me being like, Jesus, oh, yeah. you're old. Mm-hmm. But like now being 27, I'm like, I am so young. Like I am so young. However, I have been just referring to myself as 30 because that just seems like it makes more sense to me. I'm like, I'm 30. Almost like, 30. Whatever. Practically like I'm basically, 30. Basically 30. Yeah. yeah. So and I think that's just been me at 27 now, like knowing that I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. I'm just mm-hmm. like, OK, well, let's just round up like we're. We're here. <laughs> yeah. You know? We're almost there. We're Let's almost, just start like, 30. Up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also feel like at this age, age kind of becomes irrelevant. Like once you've I'm aged s- out of all the age restrictive things, right? Like, okay, I can drive. I can move out. I can drink alcohol. I right. can get a rental car. Rent a car. That right. one was yeah, rental that car. Yeah, that was the most recent. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't get that till 25, 20, Yeah, I think 25. 25, yeah. Like age isn't a factor anymore. anymore. Yeah, just we can literally do anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it never really even comes up. Yeah, Mm-mm. I agree. That is the best part of this age is like growing up and feeling like I don't have to like do. I don't have to jump through hoops to do things I want to do or yeah. do things I have to do. Yeah, I can just do it. I don't know. I feel like a young king, like a a, a younger part, like a kid. I, is that weird that I still feel like a kid? Maybe you. Yeah, I feel like I'm still a young kid slash adult, but also. With like starting to develop funds as an adult. So like if I want to order Postmates, I can get Postmates. So like right. I love that about Adult my money. Where it's like, I feel like I still may be a little um, young because maybe you shouldn't be ordering Postmates like for the fourth time because mom would be like, we have food at home because we do have food at home. Right. And but you're I'm a still, mom. But I'm still, yeah, I'm mom, right? Yeah, right. But I'm still <laughs> old enough to where I have adult money. The choice. The choice. Yeah. You have the choice. That's what it is. Not we having can, to ask permission. Is that exa- what it is? That's the exactly permission. what it is. Uh, if you want Postmates, get it. Who's going to stop you? And it, it was going to go along the lines where it's like the sleepover where Ryan was like, oh, and I was like, if I want, Ryan can sleep over again. Like, I don't have to ask my mom. And right. that was awesome. Like, yeah. I love that I don't have to ask for permission for anything right um but the sh- the shitty part is like i i made the decision so i have to own up to all the consequences yeah and it's, <laughs> and it's all my fault yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah and i'm old enough to where i cannot put the blame on anyone else right well because <laughs> wow. not not everything is everyone else's fault yeah yeah that's the other thing i had a real tough time with that like Everything I did was because so-and-so said this, did this, did this. It was never my fault. Uh, me now, it is all my fault every time. And I am th- sorry to everyone I'm blamed. It was me. <laughs> what did we say in that one episode? We're like, but we were still in that situation. And what part did we play? Exactly. Mm. And that's the question I was not asking myself. Right. Yeah. Like I was just like. Because I didn't. Ah, 
Everything was happening to me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't causing anything. It was happening, happening to, to me. me. Yeah. Hmm. And and it's it's weird. Like I don't know, feeling like disappointed in myself. Like not in like right. a se- like a serious way. So I like that I have to do that, but like I don't like like how do right. I? Well, I like the benefits of being an adult, but I don't like the responsibilities of being an adult. Yeah. yeah. And this is the age where I'm definitely figuring out that I have a lot of responsibilities coming and they're just going to keep coming. And I think yeah. that that actually is a little worrisome to me. Realizing you're the adult, especially I'm, in like scary situations, yeah. you're like, I'm the adult. Right. Yeah. Shit. That's actually how that tail end of that I happened in theater where I was like starting to become like the older person and they would like come to me and I'd be like, oh, go get a parent. I am not. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Deadass. Do you remember? Yeah, you and they yeah. would like try They'd to like, talk hey, to me. So I'm like, and I'm and like, be like, I don't oh, know how go to help tell you. Them. I was like, go tell an adult. They're like, Looking at me and You're I'm like, like go tell an adult. <laughs> like a, a real, real adult. One. A I, real adult. I still remember yeah. a moment where I was like, go tell an adult. And they were looking at me and I was like, a real adult. I'm so serious. Like a, an adult, go get a mom. Yeah, yeah. like I am not. And, and in that moment, I was like, oh shit. People are perceiving me as the adult. I am the adult now. And now we yeah. have to play that game. Yeah. Which yeah. speaking of like, right, we've been talking a lot about the feeling of like not being young anymore. How do you feel about aging? We're happy to not be so young anymore Mm -hmm. right but how do we feel to be older good i think it's coming with wisdom Mm. i don't like about the achiness like i do sense like if i sleep wrong it hurts a lot much longer which i'm not excited i think that that is one of my that's what i was gonna say is like a fear is like just like my body my ability to my ability yeah 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 keeping up with as much as i want to do or something like that which i feel like has then flipped to the gratitude now and i've realized that where i'm like i need to just be so thankful that i can move my body and do this every single day so Mm -hmm. let's go out and move it Yes. Yeah. Because that's uh, yeah. not granted for I feel that. I'm cool mm-hmm. like with getting older. I just don't I, – I do worry about like my health, right, and like my ability to do things and just things that come up when you're older, like just literally everyday things. It feels like those things are not approach. well, yeah, approaching, not fast approaching, but like things I need to be aware of because like if I wasn't sick or had a cold or something, like – I don't think about the doctor. I don't think about like, we don't have to like do things, right? I go to get a physical and like, that's it. Yeah. Or I have strep throat and I got to handle that. But like, as a grown up human, you have to go to the doctor even if there's nothing wrong, just to make sure that there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Generally, as a kid, if you're like a pretty healthy kid, you just go when you need Your to- Your physicals or a whatever. physical, or if you were like coughing and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and as an like, adult, you gotta go and be proactive. to make sure you're still like and be proactive about your fine. Yeah. When you're making the call, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. And if you don't go, then and then no one's gonna tell you to go. Which right. I'm gonna take this moment to shame myself for not calling my doctor. So I'm doing this right now as a reminder. I have to call my doctor. Mm. I have to. Like I literally have it on my calendar, and I keep pushing it every week. I'm like, call doctor, schedule doctor appointment, schedule doctor, and yep. I'm just like, okay, okay. I have it on the calendar, so I know I have to do it. But right, you know who's a great person for that? Kenzie. Just text her, be like, make sure I do this. But there was something I was supposed to like call in schedule. And we have this shared production schedule with like all of our like color coded, you know, tasks and stuff. And I've been moving. I had been moving that one like next day, next day, next day for like two weeks. (laughs) Yes. It was the throat doctor. It was the throat doctor. And she goes, so what are you going to do it today? Because I see you move it every day on the production schedule. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're seeing that? You see that? Yeah. That's so funny. I feel when it comes to aging, I feel like totally fine about like the aesthetic stuff. Like I think aging is beautiful. Wrinkles mm-hmm. are beautiful. Gray hair is beautiful. It's also like a privilege mm-hmm. to grow old. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think I I actively want to fight against this notion of like, I don't know, women's worth being tied to their youth. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. 
and that aging is like an insult. Like people will comment and be like, oh my God, you look so old. And I'm like, and? Right. Is that a bad thing? Like right. why is that why is that an insult? Right. Mm-hmm. Right? To age. Why right. is that an insult? And so I'm like, I actively am wanting to push against that. I don't have like a lot of insecurity about that. But like you said, with like the physical things, I am starting to just become more aware of like, oh, like my ears were ringing after that concert. If I want to keep my hearing long term, I should probably get earplugs. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I should probably go see the doctor about this thing. Right? Like doing those things and like taking care of yourself mm-hmm. for longevity, not just for right now. Right. Right. Yeah. You and your dentist journey. Ugh. She's so yeah. brave, you guys. No, I know. Braver you than me. You are I so have not... fucking brave. Bro, yeah. 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 The, den- the dentist, big fear of mine. But again, I'm, and you know what's so funny? I was like so fearful in my dental appointment and my dentist was like telling me about like the, you know, care plan and the things that we have to do. And I literally had that thought of like, but what if I just didn't? Right. Right. <laughs> and I asked him. I, I was like, so, you know, like... I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. I, and I respect hear you. you. Yeah. And I was like, and I know all these things need to be done. And I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but just like, what would happen if I didn't? Like, right. what kind of what is like the and is there any like um, rush on this? Right? Like, is it an immediate concern? And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing would happen for like 20 years. Like, you'd be fine, but in 20 years, you're going to have like serious issues with your teeth. Like, that are going to take, like, a lot. Like, you might have to have, like, teeth pulled. Mm. And I was like, okay. Teenage me would have been like, that's, that's, that's her so problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll deal problem. with that later. Yeah. But me now, I'm like, you know what? I should just do it now. Mm-hmm. And my tooth still kind of hurts, and it was a week ago. But you know what? But we proud of you. So we brave. did it. Yep. And in 20 years, I'll be like, thank God. Thank mm-hmm. God. Exactly. Yeah. You're probably not, I'm not manifesting this for you. But, like, you're going to have so much other shit that you have to deal with. And, like, right. let's not add that to the list of things that are just going to happen because age. Right. And I got to watch the Kardashians while having laughing gas. Right. And that which, was an experience. Which was a new season. <laughs> yes, it was. And the funniest part, too, was that then my dentist was watching that while, like, working in my mouth for, like, two hours. Um, sir, right. eyes right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had her phone. And we get a we get a text in the Slack. You're like sending pictures of the Kardashians right. on the screen, like you in the chair. Right. It was, it was so funny. I know, I know. I well, we were like talking about something important. And, th- and then we were like, so what's Sierra think what's about Sierra, this? Like at Sierra, like, can you weigh in on this or whatever? Can you confirm? We were and trying you were, to yeah, we were trying to confirm dates or something. And you were like, Yeah, um, I can look at this tomorrow after my dentist appointment because right now I got a mouthful of hands or or, or uh I got yeah I got hands in my mouth and um I'm at the dentist so and we were I think like you said I'm not allowed oh. to, my dentist said I'm not yeah. allowed to make decisions <laughs> yeah I'm not allowed to make decisions until tomorrow and send selfie yeah send yeah. selfie <laughs> mouth wide open goggles on yeah insert selfie here yes <laughs> all right our last question level three I forgot there's also a final card which Ooh. I don't know what it says but we're gonna read it when you're done love okay um what will you no longer do for love ooh oh I think I already said mine but beg. Yep. Can't do that. I just have to say, because it's at the top of my head, all I'm hearing is the song from a chorus line. What I did for love. Yes. Because I do everything for love. But what I won't do for love is not stand up for my values and what I believe is right. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. No more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's similar to mine. Like, compromise the core of who I am. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of talk about, like, never change yourself for someone. 
And like, I agree in the sense of like the core of who you are, but like, I don't know. We all have like little things that we could improve on and little things we should change. And there's a polite and delicate way to say that. But like, yeah, Steven, Steven thinking I maybe should put my laundry in the hamper. That's fine. That's fine. Feedback. Right. Me telling Steven like, you know, if you're going to wear those flip flops, you absolutely need to trim your toenails. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like that. Those are like valid things. That's just working out. Yeah. 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 Like I think the, the idea of like never change for someone is like. I don't know. We should always kind of be like changing and evolving and right, like yeah, right. the little things and, you know, the bigger things. But at the core of who you are, that should not change to suit someone else's preferences. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yes. On the big, uh, very big on the growth because, yeah, don't change yourself. But also we are growing so, yeah. and there's always something to work on. And, and there's some things always need something to, to change. Learn. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, I think there's there's something in like. Well, that's just who I am. We've talked about mm. that before. I'm just like don't, that. Don't say okay. that. Do not say that. Well, I said then be, be better. better. Yeah. You can. I have literally. I, I know. And a huge up. part of relationships and love right. is being able to approach someone about something that bothers you. I use the more like lighthearted examples, but more serious things too. You should be able to go to the person you love and be like, hey, the way you've been talking to me or asking me to do this thing or criticizing me is really negatively impacting me. And mm-hmm. I would like you to change that. And we should be able to... And, I almost think it's essential. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes. You know? for, I mean, for a long for a relationship to last, for the respect to still be there, for the love and the care to be there. Like, if somebody is going to you about like this thing that you're doing is negatively affecting me or hurting me, and I'd like you to change it. It yeah. is your responsibility to change it, or then this is not re- the relationship for you. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. if that's something you feel like you can't change, then that's a whole different conversation. Right, right, and th- and, I and mean, that's okay. Yeah, and that is so and okay that, is- that you're like, oh well, I don't really do that. That's okay, and I can't give that to you. And thank you for letting me know that you need that. I'm sorry that I can't be that person to give that to you. What are the we, next steps? But what are the next <laughs> yes. steps? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think encourage me to grow. It communicate when something I'm doing is negatively impacting you and needs to change. But don't change the core of who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yep. that's a fine line, right? Because you don't want to be a doormat. Yeah. But right. you also don't want to be the person who's that's just the way I am. Right. right. You're offended by what I said to you. That's your problem. And choosing right. not to uh, do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, love, I know, don't want to be like, love should be easy, but like, it shouldn't be like begging, yeah. changing yeah. In, if our own self. Like, yeah. imagine if like Sierra and I are like, wanted to be with someone and they're like, you're like a little weird or like, I'd be like, all right, well then, I'm out. get yeah, the I'm out. program. It's yeah. kind of weird how you sing. That's like, Weird. Like, why are you doing could that? Could like, you imagine? Could you not? We couldn't be with people like that. No. There's just no way. Like, right. we, I've always thought we're like, well, we have to find a clown because I'm an actual clown. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't want someone to try to be like, no, you need to be yeah, like this. Yeah, or who wants me to be this or is embarrassed. or Like, yeah. if someone's going to sit there and be like, if if you singing is a deal breaker, then it's it's on them to be honest with themselves and you and, you know, find the door. Mm-hmm. But right. to sit and try to make you small to fit into what they want you Ooh. to be or the potential of who they see you to be is a dangerous right. game. Yeah. yeah. Especially in your 20s. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. That was Final a good card. One. We are absolutely not going to do this right now. But if you've been listening to this episode and you feel like it would be cathartic, the final card says, write a letter to your younger self. Tell them how you're doing. I will. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, we should definitely do that. Did you guys <laughs> ever have to write letters to your future self? Middle school, high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never have us do it to our past self. Yeah. You're right. Because mm. they were like, we're 15. Like, tell your younger self. I'd be like, oh. I'd be like, tell her what? <laughs> yeah. Tell her what? She was 10. Like, I don't know. But that's, in- I think that would almost be more interesting, it right? It would be so interesting. What would 10 year old you advise five-year-old you yeah right versus what would five-year-old you say to ten-year-old you like 
I like, hope you're cool and play sports. Right. I know. Right. I want to know what high school me had to say to younger self. Like imagine oh, yeah. what she could have said. I think right. for me it would have been so soapboxy. <laughs> it would have been so like just so like Tumblr, like YA fiction, right. just like floof. <laughs> floof. Right. Yeah. I love that. Same. Absolutely. And same. that's why they didn't have the 15 year old. Yeah, yep, that's and exactly. I really would have felt like I was doing something. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Like this should be published. Yep. Yep. Put this in a blog. Same, right. Put the, yeah. Maybe that's why I started this. Probably. I'm like, I have I, I have a voice to be heard. So much to say. Right. And now I've never stopped talking. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully. Yeah. We're all here together. Yeah. yeah. We just do that. Yes. Yes. Well, what a great episode. That was, I mean, cathartic, yeah. I think, for a lot of reasons. And I hopefully y'all felt good, too, and can answer these questions for yourself. I really enjoyed sitting here with you guys and doing that. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.